Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for Friday, the 23rd of September. Day one of training camp is in the books. And I'm sure a lot of guys, every guy that was on that ice yesterday, woke up today and knows they were on that ice yesterday. Because they were on that ice, but a puck was not on that ice yesterday. John Tortorella and the coaching staff put them through an initial practice, an initial skate um, that was heavy. Uh, and it was hard. It worked them hard. It stressed them physically. I'm sure it stressed them mentally. And they'll get after it in this camp. And funny thing is, and you'll hear from Torts in just a couple minutes, that that may not even be the hardest skate that they have in this camp. Now, they'll start the preseason games coming up tomorrow, the first one. Obviously, not everybody in camp is going to be in that game tomorrow night. We'll see a lot of young players in the game at Wells Fargo Center tomorrow night to kick off the preseason. Uh, but John Tortorella, look, there was fair warning that this was going to be a very difficult camp. That means physically and mentally that he is going to push these players. And you're going to hear his full media availability after the sessions from yesterday in just a moment. But where I want to start, I want to mention a couple things that Chuck Fletcher said when he met with the media yesterday as well uh, in addressing a couple of the injuries. Uh, obviously, the big one that we're all curious about is Sean Couturier, and here's what General Manager and President of Hockey Operations Chuck Fletcher said. Quote, in terms of injuries, I'll start off with Sean Couturier. He has not been cleared to play, as you all know. This morning, he will see a specialist uh, to get a second opinion, and based on that appointment, we will try to come up with a plan of attack and as we have more information, we will let you know. Uh, regarding Ryan Ellis, he said, Ryan Ellis is out indefinitely, no timetable for his return to play. I'll just say that my assumption is that he will not play this season. And if he does, it will be a bonus. That is how we prepared this offseason by making the additions we did on the blue line. Also, Patrick Brown had offseason back surgery. He is continuing to rehab. The timetable on him is a little murky. He said, I would call it week to week. He is skating, but he has not been cleared for contact. Joel Farabee has been cleared to participate, but non-contact participation. He said, I think we saw him this morning in the skating test. He is making good progress. In terms of when he will be cleared for contact, that will probably depend a little bit on how he feels in the skating portion and the practice portion of camp. I think we're still looking week to week with Joel and Bobby Brink, who he said is in the building rehabbing, and the rehab is going well, but he is nine weeks post-op. Uh, return to play, he said, I believe will still be in December, January timeframe for Bobby Brink. And the next step for him is to progress to on-ice rehab, which they hope to have him do in the next week or two. So uh, they're dealing, obviously, with some injuries. And he went on to say, you know, Ryan Ellis's injury, um, obviously, is going to threaten this season once again. He only played four games last season. And obviously, at this point, it is career-threatening. It has been incredibly frustrating for Ryan Ellis as one injury has kind of led to another injury. Where things go for Ryan Ellis, that's obviously a huge question mark. First of all, you just hope that he's able to get to a place physically to live the rest of his life pain-free and in a position uh, to you know, be mobile and all of those things. He's a guy that played the game, albeit undersized, played the game extremely hard, oftentimes played it in a physical manner way ahead of his weight and his size. So that's the first thing for Ryan Ellis. Um, if he is to retire, obviously the cap recapture would go back to the Nashville Predators. And uh, if he goes the LTIR route year in and year out, 
There's obviously cap relief that comes in there for the Flyers, but we'll see where all that goes. Maybe a bit premature uh, to be talking about that right now. I mean, when you look at that trade, Phil Myers, who was eventually waived and picked up by Tampa this offseason, and then you look at uh, Patrick uh, Nolan Patrick, who is not going to play this entire year, heard Elliott Freeman actually talking on 32 Thoughts that he had heard some scuttlebutt that he was considering retirement this offseason. Uh, his playing days might be over as well. So what an odd trade uh, for a bunch of players that, um, you know, for one reason or another, it's just been a bizarre confluence of players traded for each other and unfortunate for all involved. I will say that. Um, so John Tortorella met with the media yesterday, his first media session after a practice. And again, the pucks never touched the ice. And initially, listening to Torts talk with the media, there was one part of his press conference that I want to comment on first. And I'll play it for you and then comment on it. And then I'll give you the full press conference, pretty much the full press conference uh, from yesterday. But John Tortorella, about 12 minutes into this press conference, talked about the perception of this team and how the players, how the staff, how the organization or the people that that are in charge of putting a good product on the ice day in and day out need to address that situation. How the players, how the staff are supposed to deal with that, uh, the perception of this team at this point in camp from the fan base and you know the media and the outsiders as well uh, on what this team is right now and how they should attack that. Here's John Tortorella. We can't change your perception by me talking to you or the players talking to you. We can't change the perception of what you feel about us, okay? The only thing we can do is put our head down and work and, and change the perception by how we present ourselves. Forget about winning, uh, the winning and losing. I just want us to present ourselves in a, in a team that identifies with Philly. I've said that to you guys right from the get-go because I think it's a city that is, that, that is it's so easy to, to look at it and say, man, let's go that route and, and, and kind of intertwine ourselves with them. And, and, and the thing is, that's one of the things you can control as an athlete is how hard you work. So why not go that route first? And then maybe it piggybacks and we find ways to win hockey games. All right, there he is, John Tortorella. And look, something that I talk about all the time in athletics and pro sports is controlling what you can control. It's why this quote jumped out to me immediately. And you cannot let the things that you can't control affect the things that you can control. I mean, this just doesn't go for pro sports. This goes for all of us as professionals in our jobs or in athletics as a kid. You have to control what you can control. You have to do your job and not let the noise affect you from doing your job. Now, not everybody's job comes with noise. You know, being a professional athlete, hey, that's part of the gig. You know, you're going to get scrutinized. You're going to get criticized. You're going to get picked apart, especially in 2022 with social media. And if you can't deal with that, then don't open it, you know. Or back in the day, it was the columnists or the newspaper writers. If you couldn't handle it, then don't read it. And a lot of guys, look, I did sports radio for a long time. And a lot of athletes have gone come through Philadelphia and said, I never listened to it. They said that when they played. And then as I met a lot of guys that played here, they all said, yeah, we said that, but we listened to it because they're curious. They're human. And there's a natural curiosity. What are they saying about me? That's, that's being human. And some guys can handle it. Some guys couldn't. Some guys embrace it. Some guys, it sinks them. It's just 
you know, the range and everywhere in between that it can have an effect on a guy. But what John Tortorella is saying is here, don't let that affect you. Control what you can control. And what you can control is how you work. And if you control what you can control and put honesty and effort and all of those things into it, eventually the wins will follow. Now, in pro sports, you need talent. And the Flyers do not have the, the depth of talent of a lot of teams in the NHL. That's not breaking news. That's not shocking. But control what you can control, and hopefully the wins will follow. Now, pro sports is about wins. That's how we measure them. That I said this in yesterday's episode. We will always measure pro sports. on. That, I mean, that's the ultimate measurement. Wins and losses. We pay money not to see effort, to see results. But this team right now needs to set that standard. And I was really taken back by what Tort said there and about controlling what you can control and give that effort and hopefully the wins will follow. Now, is it going to be 60 wins, 65 wins? No, they need more talent for that. I'm just being very honest. But they need to set a standard of controlling the controllable and putting a lot in. So I'm going to give you torts now pretty much all of his press conference from after day one of training camp. I love what he had to say about Kevin Hayes in this segment, in this interview, or this availability. And here's your opportunity to hear it as well if you missed it. John Tortorella from yesterday's training camp practice. If he's out for a significant amount of time, what does that do to this team? I don't know. I don't know what the team is. You know, I, I don't know who's who, who's going to play where. Uh, um, I mean, he's an important guy, but I'm, I'm, I'm not even thinking that way. You know, I'm, I'm going to wait to hear from him. Uh, we've had a couple of conversations. I'll talk with him and then we'll go from there. But to start assessing if he's out, what happens? I, I can't tell you because I don't know what the team's going to be. Uh, there, there's nothing given here as far as where people are playing, who they're playing with. Uh, we haven't even used the pucks yet. So we'll get about it, and, and then we'll see where it all lands. John, you uh, you made it clear this summer to the guys that this was going to be a tough camp, that you were going to work them hard, that they had to be ready. This first day, obviously, was skating. How satisfied are you with their readiness? Yeah, I, you know what? I'm really, as I told them in the in the the, the morning meeting uh, the other day, I was thrilled uh, that they everybody came in early. You know, they've been here since the first. Uh, uh, most of the veterans, some of the kids came in a little bit later, but, uh, and, and I think they've got some good work done together that way. And, and some camaraderie comes into it also, but you know, the first day, uh, I, I don't know how many judgments I can make, but I know, uh, I was happy about, uh, uh I think today is about just getting through some skates. Uh, it doesn't matter what you look like as long as you finish the skate. And we had no problem. Uh, I don't think anybody gave in as far as what we tried to go through today. When we spoke with Chuck earlier, he said there could potentially be up to 10 players under the uh, age of 25 on the roster this year. How important is it to have those young guys pushing those veterans for a spot? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to play the kids. I'll tell you right now. It, 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 it doesn't matter to me um, stature, uh, draft pick, whatever it may be, uh, what you've done before, 
Um, I, I think it's a situation. It's kind of a clean slate with me because I really don't know the players. I need to watch them. Uh, but I do feel um, as an organization right now, we need to uh, get a foundation underneath us here. We need to get it back on the rails and, uh, and we need to get a good foundation of uh, what our kids are. And uh, so they're going to get every opportunity. I'm not going to be afraid to put them into situations that, you know, maybe may bump another guy out that thought he was going to be there. Uh, I think it needs to be uh, a little bit of merit here as far as where everybody stands. John, Pam uh, Yakis said a lot of, a lot about the skating is pushing through mentally and being able to play when you're tired. How much is the skating more about mental than it is physical? Yeah, that's not, for me, it's not physical. For them, it is. I mean, you watch them, it has to be. And I get that and I appreciate that. But for me, I'm watching the mental part of it. I think we've talked, I'm not sure how many guys I've talked to, but a lot of the camp here, um, it, it, there's, for me anyway, with especially with a new team, there are going to be mental and physical tests when they don't even know it's happening, you know? And, uh, uh, but I was, I, I was really happy about how, how the guys handle themselves today. You just talked about nobody giving it. Yeah. Uh, how does, how did you feel about some of those guys today? I saw you going to talk over a couple of them. Yeah. How were their spirits after, you know, being pushed so far? I thought real good. You know, they get, they get to, uh, uh, we've, we've got great people in our game. You know, we've got, we've just got solid people and uh, you know, there, there's times where they just kind of um, they just kind of group together and they, 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 they don't want to be broken. And, and, and the things I'm, I'm, the things we're trying to accomplish, especially with these skates, and there's going to, there's going to be harder skates than today as we go through camp. It, it's not to pound our chest and, and just bury them. We, we want to test them. And uh um, and it, and it develops a camaraderie. It develops, they kind of look at you like, you're not going to get to me. And I think that's the attitude we're trying to, uh, trying to develop is a will. Like I looked at Nick Delorier today when we first, we, we were probably two repetitions into the skate. And I, I went down to Shaw's. I said, shit, Shawzy, I'm not sure what's going to happen here with Nick. And, and I was serious. And, and I watched that guy and he was ugly as hell. Uh, but he got through it. He never stopped. He, he, he finished to where he was supposed to finish. And I went to Nick after I said, I, I hope, I hope some other guy saw that. I, I said, I don't care what it looks like as long as the, the finish was there. And, uh, and he came in the office after the skate and we talked a little bit about it. Those, those are important little things. You know, it's not a goal. It's not a, uh, an X and O or a great defensive zone coverage. It's a little, it's just a little mental toughness that he showed. And I, I think that is something that people need to draw off. John, Kevin Hayes is a guy who's already going to have a big role in this team. If Sean's going to be out for a while, can you depend on him to play those first line minutes, those hard minutes on the power play, on the PK at five on five? Is he a guy that you see being able to fill that, that pretty big role? Yeah, I, I, I don't look at it that way as far as Sean being out, because I don't know if he is or not, you know, and, and I don't look at, I'm, I haven't penciled, Sean in as the top center or, or, or Kevin, Kevin's a huge part. Uh, I'll put it to you that way. And, and in the conversations I've had with Kevin over the summer, I've told him that he, 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 he's a huge part. If we're going to get to where we want to be and not only for himself, but for him to say, to tell some of the other guys, follow me, 
follow me and, and do some of the things I'm doing. And I, I think that's the progression as a, as a veteran player, as Kevin is, that I'm looking for. I, I've watched him from afar and, and I've always, you know, you're always a coach when you're watching players, even if it's another uh, team's player. And you say, you know what, there's more there. And, and you want to get that. That's what I'm looking for with Kevin. That's, that's been our main conversation. Great guy. Uh, uh, a, a great guy in the locker room, but I, I, I need to add some more responsibility to him and I hope he can handle it. Joel Paragon's working his way back from spine surgery. He participated in your conditioning today. Just based on your initial interactions with him, what is his mindset? What are your expectations? For him? Yeah, he's got a pretty funky injury there. It's, it's only two people, uh, him and Jack Eichel. Um, and I, I, I think the, the big thing with Joel, for me, I don't know him. Uh, I've watched him from afar. In, in my mind, he's a pretty important guy for us because I can think it, it can set me up a little bit as far as where the balance of the lines are. And uh, I love his willingness. I mean, in watching him just, you know, last year when I was doing that ESPN stuff or, or just watching him over his, his career, I love his willingness. We need to get him stronger. You know, he, he's uh, still growing, but like I've told Chuck right from the get-go as I've watched him play and I look at our lineup and you, you kind of project it a little bit. He's a pretty important guy as far as getting other pieces to the puzzle where it's, there's some balance into it. So, you know, we, we keep our fingers crossed. It's going well with his, uh, his rehab and all that. Um, he won't participate in the, uh, a scrimmage game tomorrow, but he's going to do everything else with us, the practicing, the skating, and whatever else comes their way. John, John going back uh, to Sean Petrie, I know he was one of the players that he left. Um, if he does have to sit out for some time, I guess, what were your impressions of him, and how do you want to keep him team? Yeah, he, he's, he, he's been a, a big piece to this year over the years, and he, but he's another guy that I, I was expecting more out of. And, and again, I'm not... I know you guys have to go that route as far as him being out. I'll, I want to wait and see. Yeah. But to, we, we, Ryan Ellis, you know, Ryan Ellis is here. I, I want them around. I, I think as a coach, you're, at least this coach, you're always concerned when there's guys that are, that are out. Like Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's going to be out for a bit. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think he'll be ready to go. But you don't want to ostracize him from the team. And I don't think he wants to be either. So, as a coach, you got to find a, an area where he can help out or be around us. But I also run a fine line as I don't want a lot of injured players around the healthy guys. I, I'd like to try to keep them separate. So those are, those are situations as we cross them, uh, we'll try to handle the best we can. But John, yes. Sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No. Uh, Penny had the experience with him, yes. obviously. And how much input did you have? In bringing here, what do you think he has gone? Yeah, I, I didn't see him, see him play last year. Uh, um, I had already in New York, a young guy, just a terrific man, a uh, family man now, a really intellectual player. He, he's a very, he's very good positionally. He can play up and down the lineup, can kill penalties, can play center wing, uh, good teammate. I, I don't know what he is right now. Uh, and, but, but when Chuck asked me about him, and Chuck did, we had conversations. I said, there's a lot there to, that interests me uh, about him because of, of the versatility of him as a player in all positions, and he's an intelligent guy. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know where it all goes. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a center iceman. 
you know, everybody's looking in this league for center icemen. And so why, you know, Artie's kind of in the PTO world now. It's a, it's a tough spot for him. But I think there's some familiarity, and maybe that's why he wanted to come here. But I was interested when Chuck talked to me about it. John, we, uh, we talked to Chuck this morning, obviously, and he said that you know he's obviously where the guys are obviously where there are a lot of skeptics about this team, but he's looking forward to, and the guys looking forward to, to proving everyone wrong. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of us-against-the-world mentality? Is that something that, that you can use as a motivating factor for this team? I don't know. I, 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 I And listen, no disrespect, but – we, we, we shouldn't listen to the noise, you know, we, we get enough stuff to worry about then. And, and I don't take this in any offense, but there's enough things to worry about, as, especially as we start camp to, to uh, uh, not even be concerned about that. And I get it. Listen, we make our own bed. I know it has to be, I know it has to go down that road, but uh, uh, you know, you ask me, I, I it, yeah, it, uh, and again, it's, it gets me, yeah, I'll, uh, and I'm sure I'm not sure the word I'm looking for, but uh, uh, I, I do think, and I've talked to Chuck about this, we can't change your perception by me talking to you or the players talking to you. We can't change the perception of what you feel about us, okay? The only thing we can do is put our head down and work and, and change the perception by how we present ourselves. Forget about winning, uh, the winning and losing. I just want us to present ourselves in a, in a team that identifies with Philly. I've said that to you guys right from the get-go because I think it's a city that is, that, that is it's so easy to, to look at it and say, man, let's go that route and, and, and kind of intertwine ourselves with them. And, and, and the thing is, that's one of the things you can control as an athlete is how hard you work. So why not go that route first? And then maybe it piggybacks and we find ways to win hockey games. John, you face this city as an opponent your whole career. What's it like being getting to know them now, them being on your side? Meaning? Just some of the fan base and, and some of the fans. Yeah, I haven't really met a lot of people. Uh, I'm, I, I do, I was doing, I was at, with the organization with Valley the other day and I told them that, and when I drove over the bridge and I saw the city of Philly, I love coming to this building because sometimes how, how great it was, it helps the home team, but sometimes it helps the away team even more. You know, you come into a, a building that's alive. That's my uh, uh, hope is that if we start doing the things we're supposed to do and act, act the way we're supposed to and, and, and just put the, uh, the time in as far as effort, that we get people back in here so we can get that type of atmosphere. And, uh, and again, A before B, I, I, I know we, we want to look at a record and wins and losses and playoffs and crap like that, but I just want us to, to get on the right track as far as how we are as pros and, uh, and hopefully bring it into as a group and how we are as a team. The stuff about Kevin Hayes and he thinks there's more there and saying as a coach, you're always a coach when you watch a player, you go, God, man, I think there's, I, get, I could get even more out of him. I see the skill set. I see the size. I see the ability to protect the puck. I see, to some extent, the personality of the player. And the thing that he said that I really liked about Kevin Hayes is, you know, not only can he take it to a next level, but he can also get other guys. Like, follow me. You know, push a little harder. Do a little more. Do what I'm doing. I'm pushing a little more. And I think that's very important, especially when they're going to be a team. As Tort said there, and we heard from Chuck Fletcher, 
that could have as many as 10 players under 25 years of age playing for this team when it starts in just a couple of weeks on October 13th. Those young players seeing that, that leadership and guys taking it to the next level and following them, I think is really important. All right, everybody, day two today at uh, the practice facility, first preseason game tomorrow. In the meantime, everybody enjoy your weekend. We'll be back Monday with another brand new episode. We'll be recapping camp. Bill Melter will join us on that episode as well. Have a great weekend, and we'll talk to you on Monday's Flyers Day. I love the